Welcome to MS Pain Adventures, a podcast where I reread and finally finish Homestuck. And I read Homestuck for the very first time. I'm Gren. And I'm Brendan. And if for some reason you don't know what Homestuck is, let me tell you about Homestuck. Homestuck is a webcomic written by Andrew Hussey from 2009 to 2016 that was hosted on the website MSPaintAdventures.com. It's about a group of kids who play an intergalactic, interdimensional video game. The webcomic is known for its epic length, wacky array of characters, and cult following. This week on Homestuck, a silly girl naps by her flowers. Who is she? Why, none other than the elusive, mysterious, much-awaited, garden gnostic herself, Jade Harley. Yes! We are introduced to Jade and learn of her interest, her grandfather, and her pet, Becriel. We also learn that Jade lives on the island that we saw in the last Flash animation. What could this mean? Well, we'll keep reading to find out. Real quick, before we jump into our notes, I would like to bring up something. It is December 2020. And if you don't know, dear listener, Adobe Flash is dying. RIP Adobe Flash. It is Rest dead. It already uninstalled itself from my computer. <laughs> and I don't know if it's oh, going to uninstall itself from other people's um, browsers and the like. But after December, it's not going to work. I was told it's not going to work for Chrome only, but I don't know if it's going to work for Firefox as well. So to fix this problem, I have now started using the unofficial Homestuck collection, which is a browser that you can download to read Homestuck and other MS Paint adventures. And it operates as if you were reading Homestuck for the very first time. It has all of the Flash games, all the Flash animations, and it even has this feature called First Reader. It's the First Reader feature, which is automatically enabled when you first download it, which essentially doesn't let you skip ahead. It also doesn't have like any spoilers that might have been on the original website due to advertisements or things like that. So I would definitely recommend downloading it. Uh, it's free. Okay. I would recommend it to you, Brendan, you dear listener. I've already gotten it. I think it's pretty cool. How do I find it? It was uh, created by Twitter user Bam Bosch, <laughs> with a U at the end. The U is silent. Okay. Um, he created it, and I have also retweeted it onto our Twitter. It is on there right now, but I Always will be go ahead and <laughs> yeah at at MS Paint Adventure no S. I retweeted it before this, but I will retweet it after this episode comes up, and I'll just keep retweeting it. And shout out to our mutual at Sunrise Anarchist on Twitter for letting us know about that. It's super duper Thank helpful. You. Thank you so much. Thank I, you, Sunrise. Um, Bamboosh, you have literally, and Sunrise Narcus have saved my life. I was kind of <laughs> freaking out a little bit when Flash uninstalled itself. And I was like, how am I going to live? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw the uh, notification saying that it was going to be uninstalled. And I'm like, uh, I hope we can get the entire thing read before it yeah. finishes. Because even on the new homestuck.com, where the website where the webcomic is mainly hosted nowadays, it still doesn't seem to have a way to fix the Flash. Like, all the Flash animations are put up as YouTube videos, but the Flash minigames are not compatible. And to me, yeah. I think that's a very big part of the Homestuck experience. It's what makes I Homestuck agree. cool. So I would really emphasize uh, downloading this browser. Again, it's called the Unofficial Homestuck Collection. And it is a browser, technically, but you don't need 
internet to use it. You can use it offline wow. or online. You just need to get it onto your computer. Okay, that's okay. that's pretty cool, actually. Let's actually do that for the next episode. <laughs> yes. So now that we've got that out of the way, um, let's get into let's it. Let's get into it. Um, I am very happy that we get to yes. call Jade Jade now and not Garden Gnostic. <laughs> I don't know if I told you this, but Jade is literally my favorite character in Homestead. Oh, I can tell. You <laughs> changed so- your Discord name. You you did it all so yeah. that I already knew that Garden Gnostic was your favorite. <laughs> so I love Garden Gnostic. I love Jade Hartley so much. I just... <laughs> I do. Yeah. She gets introduced and like all the other Homestuck kids previous, it wants you to put in stupid name. Hers was Farm Stink Butt Lass. Uh, but yes. nah, you try to wake her up and she doesn't wake up. She's sleepy head. But her name is Jade Harley, as it says on a little note that she has written for you. As if she Which knew was weird. That you were gonna ask. It, can we yeah. talk about that note for a second? Yes. So let's that talk about note, the note was really, really interesting mm-hmm. to me, at least. It mm-hmm. spoke like it was breaking the fourth wall, that note. Yeah. So I'm wondering if Jade, a.k.a. Farmsting Buntlass, a.k.a. Gardenostic, mm-hmm. knows about the fourth wall that is happening. I mean, her grandfather literally invented teleportation. So, I mean... Uh, I could believe anything at this point that Gardenostic could definitely be, or Jade, I mean, could definitely see into the fourth person. Or, is that a thing? I don't know. What I you know what I mean. I don't know. I know what you mean. I don't know if it is canon. I if it was to the at the point where I was reading, I don't remember. However, I do know that Jade has, as we've kind of already experienced, a teeny bit of a foresight is that what i'm gonna call it yeah let's call it that a little bit of the sight if you will (laughs) in caps about the fourth wall thing i'm not sure it's always kind of hard to tell because it seems like everybody has a little bit of that in homestuck a little bit right everyone sort of breaks the fourth wall at some points just so i don't know if it's like sake or irony sake yeah so i don't know if the fourth wall breaking is uh, the same as it is with everybody else where it's just kind of the story being meta or if it's something that is canonically part of the story itself that will be addressed if that makes sense hopefully it can be addressed soon so then we have the pumpkin. What pumpkin? Yes. What pumpkin? The pumpkin was so cool. What uh, pumpkin was the line? <laughs> and is, and yeah. I was like, oh my God, that's the merch store that you were talking about. Uh, is this the reference? But that's also the pumpkin that got a purified to Wayward Vagabond. That's right. Because it has right. the same logo, remember, carved into it? That's right. Which, I don't really care if this is a spoiler. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Um, the logo on the pumpkin is actually like Bacriel's face. Beck, of course, is Beck for short, which Bacriel has not been called Beck yet. But I'm just going to go ahead and say Beck so I don't have to say Bacriel every oh, time. Oh, no. Bacriel was called Beck uh, in yeah. this section. Okay. So that is Beck that she carved onto a pumpkin. However, and Beck is Jade's pet, which I don't know if she says what kind of pet it is, but Beck is basically like a big... I'm just going to say it because this is a spoiler, kind of, but it's not that much of a spoiler. Beck is a big, white, fluffy dog. I love that. I love that pupper. Big, fluffy, white dog. I don't really know dog breeds, so I can't say which dog I'm assuming mm, it is. Husky? Siberian Husky? Husky? We'll see. It's a hus. In my mind, it's a husky or a husky adjacent. Like I said, I don't know dog breeds, so I don't know if that's correct. But 
like a big fluffy white dog. <laughs> and so all right. of Jade's pumpkins go missing. And I'm assuming that this pumpkin, the one with Beck's face on it, as well as all of her other pumpkins are just being purified into the bunker where Wayward Vagabond was. I don't so know. So does the purifier work through time? Is that how that works? I guess. I, I guess. So. But also I'm thinking... I'm also thinking Wayward Vagabond only did it with like one pumpkin, right? Mm -hmm. So what happened to all the other pumpkins? Oh, wait, I'm, I'm, I'm getting it wrong. So the pumpkin that he ate was already in the bunker when we saw him, but not next to right. the purifier. And when he tried to purify the pumpkin again, it was a paradox because he ate the pumpkin and it turned into goop. So I guess what I want to know is who is calling the pumpkins? Who is asking, for, who is trying to get the pumpkins through the purifier? Because right. it wasn't him. Know. It wasn't Wayward Vagabond. So that's something I literally just thought of right now that we're going to have to, I'm going to have to try to Foreshadowing. remember. Foreshadowing. Yeah, I, I have no it. idea. I have no idea if it has any sort of significance or if it's just so that we can go, what pumpkin? I think it has some significance, but I don't know yet what that is. Ooh, I'm excited. I'm. There's always foreshadowing, I've noticed. With yeah. every scene ever, there's foreshadowing for something seemingly so far in the future. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, it'll be foreshadowing for the next scene. No, it's mm -mm. foreshadowing for no. <laughs> three scenes in the future. That's why it's hard. To, it's like you have to try to remember things because who knows when that's... Who knows if, first of all, who knows if that's going to be significant or when it's going to be significant. And it might be significant like really far ahead, which is part of the fun, I think, especially me rereading this, where I kind of don't remember everything. It's kind of, it's not a mystery in the sense of a mystery genre story, but it is a mystery in the sense of what does any of this shit mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's fun to me. That's part of the big fun of Homestuck. I agree. I want to talk about Jade, which is what we're here to do. But Let's if, talk about Jade. So she wakes up <laughs> and she's in a garden that's full of pretty flowers yes. and veggies. I and love her garden. I love the aesthetic of Jade's living situation and of her room, which we'll get to later. But Jade also has strings around her fingers. And it yes. says in the story that the colorful strings around her fingers are there to remind her of her interests, but they're also there to remind her of anything that she might forget. Like she has a string for John's birthday present. Is exactly. it? And then a, a string to remember, string to remember what it is. I think it was, and a string to remember when she <laughs> delivered it, I think. Yeah. No, no, no. It was or a what string was it? to, I, I don't, I didn't write this down, but I think it was a string to remember John's present. Mm -hmm. And then it was a string to remember John's birthday, but in a different way, okay. I think is what it was, which is kind of funny. I like it. I like it too. So it says in the game, once not in the game, in the comic, but here we go again with it being kind of like a game to, mm -hmm. for her to pick up her flute and play a silly tune. I don't know if you got to do that because of I didn't the get a chance to situation. do that. So I will go back with the unofficial Homestuck collection and play that so I can maybe comment on it in the next episode. Do you want but... me to comment on it or should we? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and I'll comment, comment on, on it. it. Oh, it's so funny and cute. I love it so much. So basically <laughs> it's kind of like all the previous other games before it's with the keys on your laptop, the number keys and right. you press uh, a number key and it's a different note of the flute. 
So you could basically oh. just like keyboard smash and play a little <laughs> song, except the noises are like screeching and they're Ooh. terrible off key. She's like like f- flying around playing it. It's so funny to look at. But then when you hit the Z, she falls asleep. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then you can bring her back up. And it's so funny and cute. I don't know if this is a spoiler. I don't think so. But Jade is narcoleptic. I think I remember searing, or hearing or seeing something about it. Yeah. It, it described her like that in some scenario. Maybe when we were exploring her room. But yeah, I knew that. Yeah, it might have been even brought up earlier in the story before we knew right. Jade's name. But Jade is narcoleptic, so she will fall asleep randomly at times. So that is what that little Z button is a reference to. But also, that's why we meet her. She's asleep. I didn't get a chance to do the game, which sucks. Yeah. But I noticed in the next comic or the next scene over, the flute sounds were apparently bad. Yeah, very bad. Which makes sense now that you explained it. And... (laughs) Jade doesn't know where the flute came from. That's right. Because things just appear and disappear, which is extremely, extremely weird. I want to know more about it. I think I might be related to the Apirifier, which... It's gotta be. I'm gonna jump ahead. I'm gonna come back to the notes I have now, but I'm gonna jump ahead to... Talk about the Apirifier. She uses... It is exactly the same because it has the same... Um, triangle symbol on it as right. the room that Wayward Vagabond found the Apirifier in. Okay. So, except she calls it a transportalizer and uses it to kind of, what is it called when you jump from, am I having a brain fart? What's it called when teleport. you jump? Teleport. Teleport. She uses it to teleport from <laughs> um, her garden to her bedroom instead of using the stairs. And I thought that was interesting. So I want to know if maybe random objects like the flutes are appearifying, not just the pumpkins. And I want to know how and why, but of course we'll probably figure that out. Of course. Like four acts after this. Some Something crazy like that, yes. <laughs> um, well, what's crazy is we're already in act three and it yeah. doesn't seem like it. It seems like we've been reading act one or we just started act one not too long ago. Yeah, well, we've been going pretty fast actually. And Unfortunately, going forward, the acts become longer. Yeah. So it is going to take us a lot longer to get to Act 4 and then to Act 5 and then to Act 6, which I think is the final act. So Act 1 and 2 are short. Comparatively, they are shorter than the other ones going forward. So we're not going to so much... um, It's not going to be like Act... Two, where we only had like three episodes devoted to that. It's going to be a lot more. But... I mean, more story. That's good. More stories for us to to read. read We get to read more. You get more episodes, listener, to listen to. It's all good. Can we hop back? Because I know you want to skip over it, but I feel like we need to talk about it. Let's talk about the Capsulog decks. We're going to talk about it. She calls it a fetch modus. Have yeah, they called uh, it that before? They've called it that before. So a fetch modus, I... Now bear with me. Yes. Correct me if I'm wrong, okay. people, but I think the fetch modus is another name for the capture log decks. It's it's the description of, like, catching one of the items from I it. Think so. so. that you can select it. It's like it's like a selecting thing. I think you're right. I think that it's always going to be called a capture log. That's what it is. Like, it's always yes. an inventory. I think the fetch modus, like you said, is just the um 
modification. It's just, yeah, it's just a modification of how you get things out of your capture log and also put things into the capture log. Which we can talk about because there's a bunch of different kinds of capture logs. I actually like this. Which is pictured. It was really cool. There was I, the memory one, which Jade picks. She there picks There was it. the Monopoly one. They're all based the, off of... Um, board games. Games, yeah, board games. Some of the games are not technically board games, but they're all based off of games. So you said Monopoly, and she chooses Memory, which is like right. the card game where you have to turn all the cards over and you pick one up and it's like an object and you have to find the other one to match it. She also yeah, has... Operation. Operation, Boggle, Pictionary, Yahtzee, Clue, Connect Four, Jenga, Battleship, Ouija, and who guess who? And I really want to know how all of these work. The only I one do that too. I, I want to know how Ouija works the most. That's what I want to know. The only one that I can even think of how it might work is Jenga because you would I would imagine it just kind of you stack. No wait, I think maybe you pull out. A bunch. You pull out the objects, and then they all they come go back at, to the top uh, of the maybe. The deck but then, like, if you pull them out know. too much, maybe they all fall apart. I have no idea. Because there's always some sort of bad thing that happens if you pick it wrong. Mm-hmm. Like it flings out of your inventory, or it yeah, you know, disintegrates or something like that. There's always something bad that happens. So that could be it with the Jenga. Yeah. But mine is the Ouija one because I want to know if it has something to do with ghosts. That'd be it really spooky. Be. Maybe it would. Pictionary to me just seems like you have to draw whatever the heck you want to get. Oh, God. No, <laughs> I refuse. Monopoly. I don't know what. I don't think I've ever actually played Yahtzee, so I have no idea. Yahtzee is pretty easy. It's just dice. You just have to match dice. Clue. I don't know. I would really like, I don't know, maybe in the future she will change it to one of these and we could actually see what's what. I would hope so. It just seems like all of the ones that she has could be like really convoluted in the way that they work, but also really interesting. But the easiest one to actually figure out was memory. The so memory that's one. What, that's what Hussey went with. That's my, my I like theory. That. But I like seeing it. I think it's really cute. The memory has a nice visual. It's not confusing. Like there's no crazy like you have to be an engineer to understand it level stuff. I don't even remember what roses is. Did we see was it just something boring that we don't even remember because it was boring? Yeah, I can't I can tell you. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't even remember what John's was. I think it was I remember Dave's. Yeah. uh, John's I think is he can't access like one of the cards if it's not the first one, so he has to use the one before it. Or yeah, something. and doesn't it push all, the one at the end out so it knocks you on the head? Isn't that yeah. it? Yeah. So you have if, to if like you pick something up else uh, else up. Yes. Oh, if you put some, yeah, if you get another new object because he only has a limited space, it'll just take mm-hmm. whatever the next one is out. And yeah, that's it. it. That's it. But let's talk about the memory deck a little mm-hmm. bit and get a little bit more in depth in it and describe it. So the memory deck has 27 cards in it altogether and splits each item up on two blank cards. They're then mixed randomly on a six by three grid. To retrieve them, you have to pick up one card and then pick the matching card somewhere in the grid to retrieve it. Mm-hmm. And Jade seemingly has a very good memory and has a knack for guessing things right on the first try, mm-hmm. which is very convenient 
for the memory deck. And you see throughout the story that she picks up random things just to make the memory game a little bit more fun and a little bit Mm -hmm. more difficult. So I am excited to see how that can come into play, especially in the heat of battle or in a very climactic moment where, you know, they would need to use it which I'm excited for. But we can talk about the next scene after that, which is squealing like a pig and fertilizing some plants. What a mood. Yeah, that's fun how it is sometimes, you know. It's the irony <laughs> humor. It's the I irony, and I love an it. Irony. I just think maybe it was just like a cute, funny thing. Well, they all sort of do that. They've all done that. I know John did it was like shit on your desk or something, or like squeal like a pig and shit on your desk. and then. But he, but he didn't actually do that, though, did he? He There was a scene where he did it in his mind, but he didn't uh, actually okay. do it. Okay. Yeah, they, yeah, they've all sort of done something like that. So okay. it was just a nod to the rest of them. Some things that Jade capsulogs is on her way to her bedroom. She has plants all over the place. So she picks up a crab apple, a key lime, a mandarin orange, and a eureka lemon, which I've never knew that lemons could be called eureka lemons. I thought that was... I didn't know there were different kinds of lemons, but it makes sense because there's different kinds of apples, there's different kinds of limes, there's different kinds of everything. Yeah, but she picks up the little fruit, which are kind of iconic, and they're these little dancing fruits, and they're so funny. They're so cute. And cute. And later on, she talks about the fruits... And there's a line that, oh, I don't know if I copied it. I didn't copy it, but I'm going to try to paraphrase it right now. Where it's something like along the lines of, look at these fruits on the loose. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought it was real funny. People see me at Gay Pride. Look at this fruit on the loose. (laughs) You know what we didn't talk about, though? We didn't talk about Jade's house. How it has four atrium wings. When I first read that, I was blown away. It's huge. I was so confused. It was huge. We're going to see more of that in the next episode that we record. It's freaking huge. Um, Jade's room we see is very colorful and cute. Lots of posters and toys. It actually kind of reminds me of my own room. A little bit. <laughs> I have a lot yes, of like. Yes, it is. I've seen your room before. Yeah, I have a lot of like uh, posters and toys and things like that. It's very colorful. I love Jade. Oh, and she also loves posters of cartoons that she likes. The most notable one being Squiddles, which Rose yes. is also a fan of. I don't know if we talked about that. Rose is also a fan of I don't of think squiddles. we did. I don't remember. She has, I believe her shirt, Rose's symbol, is a squiddle, except she kind of scratched the eyes off to make it look like a little mean, uh, like, Cthulhu monster instead. But oh. squiddles, squiddles in this universe is like an old kid show, and they have the little plush. And it's really cute. And what people, people used to make squiddle plushies. And I kind of want to make one. But I've also seen recently some ads on different apps I have for a little squid plushie that kind of looks like a squiddle. It isn't. But I think that's really interesting that some company is making these squiddle knockoffs. But anyway, so it says on the page, 
about Jade. Let me read this. You are an avid follower of cartoon shows of considerable nostalgic appeal. You have a profound zeal for marvelous, fantastical fauna of an anthropomorphological yep. persuasion. You have an uncanny knack for nuclear physics, and not frequently and not infrequently can be found dabbling in rather advanced gadgetry. You enjoy sporadic fits of narcolepsy. Your love of gardening transcends the glass confines of your atrium, and you are at times prone to patterns of precognitive prognostication, which in English means <laughs> she likes cartoons. <laughs> she likes old cartoons. Um, okay. She likes furry stuff. <laughs> she likes furry physics. Stuff. <laughs> and Gadget has narcolepsy. Gadget, she has narcolepsy, likes to garden, and sometimes she gets visions of the future. And she likes to shoot things. Yeah, she also has guns for shooting as a sport. She does say not to kill animals, though, because she does love big animals because... The fauna, she, of course. Yeah, the fauna. <laughs> so Jade is not a furry. She said this. She says she's okay. not a furry. I put in my notes, <laughs> is Jade a furry question mark? She said, okay, so Which this is, is debatable. Fine. This is debatable. This is very debatable. Hot topic. So okay. I wrote down another thing that she says is that another command we have is lose interest in fauna and never speak of it again. And then Jade, the response is this, not from Jade herself, but from the narration. Oh, but you could never do that. What marvelous creatures they are. What a daring dream to combine the <laughs> finest qualities of humanity with the elegance and nobility of the animal kingdom. How you wish you could know their world to hear one night those muted paw pads trapes up your stairs. A low but friendly growl unsettles your slumber. And as a soap pour seeps from your eyes, they detect a sharp pair of ears cutting moonlight. A mysterious woven tongue invites. Wouldn't these ears suit you? Would not this proud long snout assist you in the hunt? <laughs> Ooh, I that sounds very furry to me. Yeah, and then it goes on. No need to answer. Words slow through the busy mind like a useless dead embrace as a more visceral sapence takes over. Something simpler is in charge now, a force untouched by the concerns and burdens of the upright, the farcical yoke, the pie pedal toe. It now drives you through the midnight brush, your paws whisking through creepers, unearthing with each bold stomp bright odors demanding investigation but not for long as you and your new friend must claim the night with piercing howls moonward you eat a weird bug and you don't even care so it says all of that but then basically what she says later and i'm going to skip ahead to read another part okay it's, it says the command is something along the lines of build a fursuit to which the narration responds with what is this nonsense about fursuits? You do not own a fursuit. You think anthropomorphic fauna are really cute and enchanting and all, but it has never occurred to you to dress as one. Sure, it is fun to imagine what it would be like to run wild with a pack of wolves See. or purr and frolic with a litter of kittens, but dressing up as an animal just seems ridiculous. It would still just be a silly girl draped in a raggedy, synthetic, toughy piece of crap. And seriously, who are you trying to kid with? That's sort of baloney so oh my uh, gosh. <laughs> so basically jade is not a furry in the sense that she doesn't want to dress up like an animal because it's just pretend but 
Jade also feels like O2B in anthropomorphic fauna would be so cool. Why would you not want to be? So basically fur... (laughs) 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 So basically she is a furry, kind of. She's a furry... Without the dressing up. But not in... Okay, do... Any furries listening... Do you have to dress in a fur suit and have a fur sona to be a furry? Or can you just like furry stuff? Is it like And still consider yourself a furry? Yeah. Is it like you're only a furry if you have a fursona and you dress up as a fursona? Or can you be a furry if you like furry stuff? Please let us know. I'll also throw up a poll about it. Because yes, why not? All the polls. <laughs> why not? So I'm <laughs> What do you think, Brendan? What's your idea on furries? I think I think Jade's a furry. I'm okay. not going to lie. I think Jade's a little bit of a furry. It may just be me overgeneralizing, but that's the take that I got. And maybe Jade's just in a little bit of denial. I think Jade is a furry. I Oh, there's something I want to talk about, but I can't because it's a spoiler. Um, Jade is definitely a furry. That's just okay. that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Great. So uh, let's move on. Let's, let's move on. on. Let's talk let's, about Jade's yeah. grandpa. Yeah, let's talk about Jade's grandpa. So I'm going to go ahead and just go back and then come back, tie it together, okay. do a little nice uh, wrap it up in a bow. Jade Perfect. shoots for sport with a gun. Her grandfather right. also does that. I don't know if he mentioned it in the story, but he does. Spoiler, he does. So Jade talks about her grandpa and how he's a really cool dude. He's a world-renowned explorer. He's a naturalist, a treasure hunter, an archaeologist, a scientist, adventurer, big game hunter, and billionaire extraordinaire. So basically Elon Musk. Perhaps. <laughs> when you see when you see Jade's grandpa, he's going to look exactly how you imagined him. Okay. So I don't know if you have any sort of imagination mold for him to fit into, but he looks well, exactly can like Can I tell you my theory? What's your theory? What he looks like? You remember when our favorite wayward vagabond uh-huh. was pulling up pictures on the computer we Mm -hmm. saw sort of a fuzzy picture of a bust of an older man wasn't that like an old grandpa that might be jade's grandpa face as a bust but wasn't that a wizard one of um rose's mom's wizards i thought we oh it might be I don't know. You will see what jade's grandpa looks like okay i'm excited it looks he looks exactly how you would Okay. <laughs> Apparently not exactly how you imagine him, but when you see him, it'll make sense. I love Jade's grandpa for reasons I cannot say just now because major spoilers. Okay. But I would like to go back to oh, real quick. I would real quick. I just this is just another thing going back to the squiddles. They have magnets in their tummies. Yes, so they do. So if you put both of them next to each other, they'll go together and they'll be tangle buddies. Their tentacles will get all tangled up, but I think it's really it's cute. It's so cute. And I want to make some. <laughs> anyway, yes. now I'm going back to what I wanted to talk about was the image on Jade's shirt because we talk about how Jade yes. also does gadgetry and things like that. They change. They do. There's and a couple of different I sort things. of noticed it mm-hmm. before it talked about the the weird changing wardrobe or whatever it's called. Yeah. But I didn't want to write it down. I was maybe hoping it would explain it later and it did. 
But I noticed it before they explained it, and I was very, you know, happy, proud of myself for noticing it. So it's called a wardrobeifier, which is just That's a fancy wardrobe. It changes the images on her shirt, which actually I saw somebody made a cosplay once of it where it was an LED screen on a T-shirt, Whoa. and it changed the images. And it was really cool. I need to go and see if I can find a photo of that cosplay. She goes to change her shirt um, instead of having the many different logos she does yeah. it to only three which are the spirograph that image that's kind of synonymous with suburb and then yes. an atom and then a sun so the atom is kind of what a lot of people think of jade they think of the atom symbol or they think of the back okay. symbol mostly so that her shirt only has a three and it was voted upon, I think, when this That's first cool. was published. Those were the three that had the most upvotes. So those were the threes that were included, which I think is really interesting because, like I said, the Adam and the Spirograph was like the most associated with Jade. So I wonder, like, if it had been something else, would that have been an image that was associated with her? But I do like I these know. because they're more simplistic, like, and symmetrical. I agree. I don't think I would have liked it if it was like the, the flower. I don't think I would have enjoyed that. But yeah, and amongst other toys Jade has, she has these things called um, manthro chaps. Manthro yes. chaps. I love those. They're like weird. <laughs> to me, it's like a furry thing again, where I think they're like supposed to be like guys, but because they come with accessories, are formal attire, a vaccination kit, and a dishwasher safe slop. Trop? I have no idea what that is. I put a giant question mark next a to it. A slop trop is the thing where they put the food in for livestock to eat in farms. Mm -hmm. Like horses and pigs, I feel like. If you looked up slop trop, that's yeah. what you would find pictures of. So I'm like, uh, I think this is another furry thing. Except it's like... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's my theory. <laughs> yeah, she looks out her window and sees a volcano, which yes. is the first hint that she is living on an island. It's not active, but most of the energy comes from that volcano. Right. Which is interesting And there to think was about. some scene that talked about her grandfather needing a source of geothermal power instead of the, quote, unlimited power of the atom, unquote. And I don't know what that is. I assume since you speak spoke about the atom earlier and how it associates most with Jade, that we will definitely see it soon. Well, I think that the atom is a, it's associated with Jane is really just Jade, excuse me, is really just imagery. But if it does okay. come back, that would be very interesting because I honest to God, I do not remember. <laughs> yeah. So she picks up a um She's got her chest of toys yes. and things, and in it is a magic eight ball, a tarot deck, a velvet pillow, which kind of reminds me of the pillow um, that Rose had Rose's lying mom. around. Yeah. yeah. A magic cue ball and a book of problem sooth, not sleuth, which is interesting because problem sleuth yes. is the real MS paint adventure. So I'm guessing problem sooth is the alternate reality version of that within this story and a lunchbox did you box, talk about the crystal ball oh do you we mean can't the, forget that well it's the lunchbox there's a lunchbox there's a crystal ball i thought it was just the magic cue ball in the magic eight ball no there's also a crystal ball in there is there 
Yes, there is. I don't remember that. What does it say about it? Because you might be getting it mixed up with the magic cue ball. No, because uh, I have it listed in my notes where it was a crystal ball, the velvet pillow, which said something along the lines of obviously because it's meant to go with the crystal ball because at any time you mention a crystal ball it's always like sitting on top of a velvet pillow or something like that oh and then there's the tarot deck the magic eight ball the magic cue ball the problem sooth book and the computer okay i don't remember the crystal ball i wonder why i didn't remember that and she, oh, go she, back and, and you'll see it you'll see okay it. so there's a lunchbox computer which is like the coolest thing ever we'll see it later okay. um and a refrigerator, which she says is a name that is a wacky variation on the much more yeah. common household item, the refrigerator. I <laughs> don't know how to pronounce that. I'm glad you you tried it for. I for me. interpreted that as making fun of the way that things are named in this universe, like how we have the purifier and the transmitter liar yeah. and the blah 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 liar and the blah blah da 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 da. I think that's a joke. <laughs> okay i assumed it was i was like okay time to move on yeah and then so it talks about the magic eight ball which doesn't work it's too ambiguous it's frustratingly and, yeah, ambiguous, ambiguous and is always wrong yeah and then the magic cue ball which is more specific but you can't see into it so it's not very helpful either after that she tries to make meat for becquerella but she keeps taking the fruit out of her capture log instead, and it's dancing. And that's the part yes. where it says, look at all these fruits on the loose. Good luck trying to settle them down. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a very funny line to me, at least. It made me laugh out loud. So she uses a rotary fridge to give Beck steak, and she gives him the steak because that's like the only thing that he eats. And then she irates this, irritates the steak, which is a method of irritates, cooking it. Irritates is, the steak. Yeah. Which is a method of cooking it. Which I think makes it, what is it called when there's like uranium around an object? I think it makes it... Radioactive? Uh, radioactive. I don't know necessarily. And that's why I assumed it transitioned over the, to the atomic base. I thought that was a fairly good transition. Yeah, that might very well be the case. is sort of associated with that. Yeah, that very well may be the case. But like I said, I don't really remember I'm like, yeah. I guess we'll have to keep reading to find out if that is the case. Or if there's something up with Beck. If Beck isn't just a normal dog, which I remember Beck just being a normal dog. Beck might be some kind of a freak of nature. <laughs> we just Maybe. don't know yet. We, we just quite don't possibly. know yet. Yeah. And then after that, Jade plays her bass, which the bass is cool as hell. So cool. It's like I'm so glad you say that. Yeah. Do you want to describe the bass or should I describe I really, the really do. I really yes, want to describe it. Go ahead. It. Go for so, it. The atomic bass looks so cool. If I could describe it, it basically imagine like a heavy metal bass guitar, but it has this cool advanced setting that has a keyboard, a mixer, another guitar neck on it, and you no, know, just so many other things to make it 15 instruments in one. <laughs> And I thought it was just so cool. I want that to be a real thing. I know I don't think it ever could be, but I really want it to be a thing. I've seen, like, in the 80s, I think, I've seen pe 
basses and guitars where it's like they're modded so that they have like another one on top of it or like there's a keyboard on top of one and it'll, I've, I think it's more for show than for like actual I'm gonna play like, I it's think just, like for right. cool shit um I definitely have seen one before where it's two guitars and they're like put together at the bottom corner so they that have, you like, can play it at this yeah it has the two necks yeah. I've seen that before so imagine that dear listener but cooler it's like everything kind of like <laughs> jumps out like a pop-up book <laughs> it looks yeah. really cool but she doesn't play it like that she puts it back to normal and then plays it uh like a normal bass which i love the the haunting bass refrain i think it's really... i listened to it five times really it so cool it's i really yes pleasant. i did again uh, you the, didn't like yeah. it no i said it's really pleasant oh it's good. yeah i loved it i loved it a lot yeah, the music in Homestuck, I've said this before, I'll say it again, a lot of it's really good. It's like... So good. You're going to, later on, we're going to get into songs that you are actually going to listen to independently of reading. You're going to just like remember so it, excited. and then you're going to be like, yeah, it's none of them are ever like... Okay, that's not true. Never mind. I was going to say none of them are real songs, <laughs> but that is not true because our theme song is based off of one. <laughs> well, they're covers. Oh, will they're we get covers. to it? Uh, yeah. I don't know when, okay. but we will. Oh, And it'll be really hopefully. fun when we do, and I'm very excited. Yes. So she plays our relaxing bass line. And it actually helps the garden grow. Like there are speakers that pick it up and put it mm -hmm. the the music in her garden, and you see the flowers and everything growing as the music plays, which is really cool. I don't know if she explained that earlier or if she will in the future, but that's really Maybe. neat. That's really neat to see. And then we pan out in the same animation, and we see that. It is, she does in fact live on the island that we saw in the flash animation at the end of last episode that was created by the meteorite that came out of the spirograph. <laughs> So that's neat what that means. I don't know. We'll find out, Who I guess. <laughs> freaking knows with this book. It's yeah. too much. Oh, and then we also see a package fly down from, oh, yeah, it's being from an airplane the being airdropped to the island. It's a blue package, right? I assumed it was suburb, so hopefully yeah. we get to see some farm stink butt lass in Although, suburb. Wasn't the suburb in a green box? What kind of box? No, color I think was it was suburban? in a blue box for John in John's like dad's car. Or okay, something. I, I can't I'm remember sure what it was color it was. I can't remember what color it was. So it could, it might be suburb. It probably is, but it could also be something else. Honest to God, I don't remember. <laughs> I really don't remember. So that's that. Is there anything that you, I missed that you want to talk about? I don't think so. I think I stopped you and uh, talked about everything that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Especially with Jade and Jade's grandpa and the Silidex because I knew you were going to skip over it. So I yes. wanted to make sure yes. we talked about well, it. Well, I was going to bring it up because I actually think Jade's Silidex is really funny and cute compared oh, okay. to everybody else's. But... Yeah, I love Jade. I'm so excited we're at Jade. I'm so happy. <laughs> yes, I She's literally think it's so my favorite. Cool. Yeah. I think this was one of the the better sections that I've read in quite a while. Yeah. I mean, I just had so much fun reading it, at least. Yeah. Whenever a character is introduced, I always have fun reading it. I always it. think that's probably one of the better things is when a new character gets introduced. I don't know. I don't know how much longer it will be. Actually, that's a lie. I do know. <laughs> 
because I, I read, I read ahead a little bit. You know this. I read ahead a little bit so that yes. I can decide what section we read next for the next episode. Mm-hmm. So I do know when another character will be introduced. However, to me, it's not as cool as a character as some of the oh. ones we've already been introduced with. That's just my personal opinion. I'm sorry okay. for being a hater, but I'm excited to see Jade's grandpa. I am excited for some more characters who I can't even like, I am too. reference. I can't even s- explain really what they are about because it's major spoilers for you. But we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get okay. there. Okay. We'll get there when we get I'm there. I'm excited. So yeah. Well, that's it for me. I have nothing else. Well, if you have nothing else, then I'm going to go ahead and give a shout out to Inspector General on SoundCloud, who is the composer of our theme song. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And you should look at their work if you like our theme song, which I know I do. That's why we use it. Yes. And I if you too. enjoy if you enjoy listening to this podcast, please leave us good reviews anywhere reviews are available to be left at. And please tell your friends to give us a listen as well. Yeah. Don't want to miss a thing? And follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at MS Pain Adventure with no S. And on Tumblr at MS Pain Adventures dash pod. Brendan, where can people follow you? You can follow me just about anywhere. I am on Instagram at Ben Drenz, on Twitter at Ben Drenz, on TikTok at Ben Dren. And that's about it. And you can follow me pretty much everywhere at Gren Casas, but I'm most frequently on Twitter and Letterboxd for some movie shenanigans if you want. Don't forget about your Twitch. <laughs> I am on Twitch most frequently along with Twitter and Letterbox as well. So thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day, whatever day you're listening to this episode. Yes. On. Goodbye. All right. Goodbye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. I love everyone. <laughs>